So when you think about uh, starting your own business or running a business or having your own business, what is your first thought about that? I would say the inspiration or I guess the product or, or I guess or service that, that I'd be offering. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's the natural knee-jerk reaction everybody thinks about, right? I mm -hmm. mean, if you're going to start a business and you're going to have a business, it's all about the service or the product you're selling, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's the inspiration behind it, right? When it's all said and done. Yeah. So let's turn that on its head. Okay. <laughs> because that is uh, a means to an end. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Uh, uh, running a business is so much more. Mm. Uh, running a business is uh, bookkeeping and taxes. It's customer service and the customer experience. It's logistics, transportation. It's team building and management, mm. hiring, firing, right? Mentoring. Uh, uh, it's marketing, it's sales, uh, it's digital and social media. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's the, all the, the, the back end. I guess, work that's not necessarily in the public eye, right? The, right. I didn't mention once that, that we're selling bubble gum. Yeah, yeah, or, the entire time, right? Or that yeah. we're manufacturing, uh, you know, canned soup, right? Yeah. Or yeah. that I'm doing home inspections. Didn't mention any of that. Uh, you know, that that is a part of the business, mm -hmm. but being a business owner needs to be taken seriously because in our country, a lot of people aspire to be business owners or want to own their own. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, so, uh, and well, well, to your point, I think, uh, like prior, prior to jumping on here, right. You mentioned, oh, people ask me what I do, right. Oh, I'm a home inspector. Yeah. Or oh, I, I inspect homes. Well, right. a single family home inspection for most average home inspectors out there, they do what they do one a day, maybe only takes two hours out of the day, maybe three, if it's a larger place. Well, on a typical eight hour work day, right. Three out of eight is not the majority. So what, what, what do you do? Oh, I run a business. Right. I operate a business because like you mentioned, all the different components of it take up actually majority of the time than what the actual finished product or service does within this entire scope of work that you perform. Right. So if you asked me, uh, what, what do I think of if I'm having my own business or I'm managing a business and if somebody asks me what I do, it, it's, it's tough because my first, uh, answer to that question is going to be, I'm a businessman. Mm-hmm. I actually own five companies yeah. because I manage and operate businesses mm -hmm. and sure we sell services mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and we do franchising, we do property inspections, yep. we do sewer scope, we do, uh, termite, termite, we do software, yep. you know, we have all these different things that we, uh, sell, mm -hmm. uh, in the services that we provide, uh, we do research and development. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, wow, that's a fun one. Uh, we do social media, we do podcasting, right? You know, and so running a business is something that, that is pretty profound. It's complicated. It's in depth. Um, and I, you know, decided that we're going to get this podcast back, uh, on to our roots, right? Yeah. Business mindset. We're going to get off current topics for the most part, because that was going in a whole nother direction. I think we capitulated, uh, for, for a little while, but it was fun. Um, and we will, we'll continue talking about current topics and things like that, but you know, we, we got this magazine uh, this week and we were reading articles out of Start Your Own Business mm -hmm. right off the magazine rack. Yep. Um, and one of the things that I found was really cool in the magazine was business blunders and best practices. Mm. Uh, and one of the business blunders that it talked about in there that if you're going to start your own business that most people have in their first couple of years, uh, and actually a lot of businesses fail because of this, is taxes. 
That's very fitting. We're in tax season right now. Yes, we are. <laughs> and every year, and, and I've, I've owned a very successful business, in fact, several, <coughs> for quite some time. And I never know what my taxes are going to be from year to year to year. Mm -hmm. I estimate what they are, and my accountants and CPAs help me estimate them, mm -hmm. but the estimations are always wrong. Yeah, you can never put a hard number on it, plain yeah. and simple. Yeah, I mean, you, you're you supposed to pay in the quarterly, you know, yep. uh, but those are estimates, right? And you pay this much in, and at the end of the year, the IRS tax code change. It's a moving goalpost, mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, some years they rip that Band-Aid off, and it it hurts. Yeah. And some, year, some years, not so much, you know? And so uh, just having a good idea of what you made throughout the year, budgeting, having some money back, don't spend all your money. Uh, and get ready to pay your taxes, uh, you know, come tax season is something that can really help you be successful. Yeah. And that, that's a big part of like the back end work, right. That we're talking about here. What happens is people get focused on the on the shiny object, right. And the shiny object is their passion, right. Whether it be home inspections or gosh, I don't know, knitting and they're, they have their own little clothing company that they're doing, whatever it might be, they get focused on the shiny object that they enjoy doing and forget about all the legwork that it really takes to operate that at a high functioning level. An example I gave you earlier uh, in the morning was my, my parents did a remodel in their kitchen. The guy who was responsible for um, the custom cabinet work did a fantastic grade A job on the cabinet work that he did. But operationally with his business, it was horrendous. He had <laughs> five or six different jobs going at the same time, right? As a single operator. Um, that were all over the map too. I mean, he was he was driving from he was driving to from Riverside in the morning to his house, to our house, to work for a couple hours. To gosh, I don't know the west side of LA to then back to Riverside. The point is, operationally wise, he didn't do a very good job of managing his business. Although his quote shiny object of the cabinet work he did was phenomenal work, right? But he was weeks behind, which led to, um refunds being requested, right? On behalf of all of his customers or late work type of penalties that contractors have to deal with contractually wise when they, when they go beyond their estimated uh, timeline. And so it goes to show you can be a, you can be kick ass at your job about the, the technical job that you're doing. But if you don't have the operation set up behind it and you don't have like, to your point, focusing on the ownership of the business, right? You put yourself in a position of either liability or a position of struggle and, potentially could be causing yourself to fail in the long run. Yeah. I mean, you, well, we just did a job in Texas and we took, we, we were soaked. We took mm -hmm. a bath. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't make anything. Mm -hmm. uh, we got the job done, but we learned from that. And so, yep. you know, obviously we don't do that very often, but yeah. uh, uh, we, we just wanted to do the job and support one of our uh, potential franchisees. Well, he's going to be a franchisee. So, um, but you know, so we took it on and we did it. Mm -hmm. It was the right thing to do. And so, um, so let's kind of extend out on these taxes. So estimated taxes is something that's important as a, as a business owner, whether you're doing business 10, 15, 20 years, or you're brand new. When you're brand new, it's not so bad because you're probably not making a whole lot. Yep. Um, and Got so, a lot of expenses. Yeah. You, you know, and so you, you're able to make your taxes. But as soon as you have a great year, as soon as you have a great year, your your taxes are going to be, you know, significant, mm -hmm. right? And so you got to be prepared for that. Don't be surprised. Uh, this year, they're they're pushing back the due date on taxes till the end of summer. Mm -hmm. uh, don't suck into that. That's a, that's a trap. You know, pay your taxes now. Don't wait. Um, if you need an extension, get your extension. But you know, uh, pay taxes uh, as soon as you possibly can. Um, but that's just a part of business. On the other side, 
we were reading some articles out of the Start Your Own Business magazine was best practices. Yeah, the more positive end of things, right? More, Not yeah, the blunders. That's right. That's right. And best practices are having a good website. Mm-hmm. Right, that's your store nowadays. I mean, yeah, whether you have a, whether you have a brick and mortar or not, you need to have a good website. You need to have people to find you so they can go, "Hey Google, yeah, you know who who's the best inspector in Glendora?" Yeah, you well, real time example. Spoke with a lady from uh, the Atlanta, Georgia area this morning, and mm-hmm. her doing a great job on her part of her due diligence prior to the call. Already fully accessed our website, found us, got information she needed, got a very good foundational knowledge base of who we are prior to even jumping on the call with us this morning, right? Right. And so if our website sucked, it would be kind of harder to, harder to have a positive conversation or the conversation may have, may have been steered a little bit differently um, if it wasn't managed or, uh, or, or marketed properly. Yeah, and, and you get a lot of new business owners that don't have a lot of money budgeted for their website, but mm-hmm. you really need to do your homework. Find somebody that can help you design a nice website. Yeah. And so, you know, there's some best practices there. I'm not going to tell you how to do that on this podcast, but, uh, and then, you know, intentional marketing efforts, right? You need to intentionally advertise that website. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's ways to do that. You send out emails to customers. There's uh, social media links to your website. That, yep. Google ads, everybody knows about that, right? Yep. Um, and so, you know, best practices are definitely marketing your business. And that's something a lot of business owners don't talk about. And a lot of people don't like to sell and market their stuff. Um, but you have to sell and market your stuff. Even Donald Trump. Yeah. He has to market and sell properties, right? You know, and so, and he's a billionaire. Uh, uh, well, it, it just talked about, so about Jeff Bezos, Amazon, he's got to sell Amazon. Yeah. You know, t- uh, uh, Elon Musk, he's got to sell the cars. Yeah. It's not just the marketing department. I mean, even at their level, right? They're still having, they still have their marketing sense that they do uh, yep. to, to, for advertising purposes. And, and it all goes back to having a plan, right? And part of what the article member mentions talks about having a business plan. And inspiration is only going to carry you so far. You got to have a plan to back that up. And that's why so many people get caught in these, I don't want to say necessarily schemes, but there's a lot of programs out there where people can invest into, right? To learn something. Sure. And they invest into it because their brain and emotion is telling them, I like the shiny object at the end of the tunnel, not recognizing what's in front of them of the actual legwork and effort they got to put in to get to that point, right? Right. And so they go invest thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars or whatever it might be. And then it never pans out for them because they don't recognize the work that needs to be done. They thought it was going to be, oh, I signed up for this program. I'm going to get the answers I'm looking for. And boom, I'm making money. Right. And it's just not, that's just not the case of it. And that's just not how, that's not how it works um, in the real life. Well, bringing it back around to the question we asked initially at the beginning of the podcast is, you know, having a career yeah. is, is great. If you want to work for a company and be a W2 employee, mm-hmm. you can have a career and mm-hmm. you can work in whatever field you're in. You can work for a home inspection company and work for a multi-inspector firm. Uh, and you can pay your bills and pay your taxes and, you know, not have to worry about so much marketing and sales mm-hmm. usually. Um, or you can be a business owner and that's different, right? Mm-hmm. And, and being a business owner means that you have to be a self-starter. You got to manage your day, your time, even when you're not doing the, the home inspection, so mm-hmm. to speak, right? You got to go now, uh, do your social media. You got to go visit real estate offices. You got to pay your invoices and, you know, reconcile your bank accounts and do your it's bookkeeping. A it's yeah. a lot. And, and people don't recognize that too. I mean, that's a common thing too. And I have conversations with uh, franchise candidates, right? 
And a lot of them are, are well-educated enough to understand why they're talking to a franchise system, right? Because they see the benefits of having that plan laid out for them. Because a lot of times, and you've experienced this with me, Dwayne, we jump on a call with somebody and they ask, well, what do I need you for? I already have a website. And you go on their website and it's not looking <laughs> like... It, it ain't the best, right? right. Um, just, just to put it, put it plainly, right? And no, no it's, you, you, you have a website mm -hmm. and it sucks. Yeah, you got, you, you got a URL, right? Right. Um, and the the point that I'm trying to make here is, there's so much that goes into it. People forget about the necessary, what seems like minor things in the background of going on in the business, um, where they're neglecting the online presence, right? Because they're focused on the well, on, on the work that they're doing. Well, well let, let, let me let me kind of put put this in perspective. So you you made an outstanding point, mm -hmm. right? Th think about businesses in this aspect. There's Nordstrom's and there's Walmart. Mm -hmm. Who makes more? Nordstrom's. No, Walmart. Oh, okay, I get you. Walmart makes can... more. Who has better products? Nordstrom's does. There you go. Yes, right. So a lot of times people think about that. I'm a better home inspector. I should make more. Mm. Believe it or not, some of the worst home inspectors make the most because they get the most work. I gotcha. Right. Because they're cheapest prices, yep. cheapest service. Everybody wants, you know, cheap, cheap, cheap. So, you know, running a business is complicated. It's mm -hmm. not just about, oh, I'm going to be hugely successful. You got to think about how much money you want to make and how you're going to run a business. And it's, it's not, oh, I just got that website. So I'm done. Mm -hmm. You know, my website's going to beat your website up all day long. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure of that because I'm going to invest in my website and I'm going to make sure we're doing all the things to do that delicate balance. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the biggest piece. And that's that when I talk to people looking for franchises, I try to explain that to them too. It's like, Hey, um, you, you could be really good at your job, man. Like really good at home inspections, but do you know how to market yourself online or build the relationships in your territory? Or do you have the kick butt website like we're talking about that's going to outcompete your competitors and do all the necessary things to allow you to shine in the field, right? Because right. otherwise people get frustrated. That's why they, they, they shut down so quickly is because gosh, I know I'm a really good inspector or gosh, I know I'm really good at this job I do. Right. Why is anybody calling me? When meanwhile, well, you well have I haven't marketed myself at all in the last two weeks because right. I'm right. I've been waiting for the phone to ring, right? And it's just, people forget about everything that entails of operating for themselves. Um, and, and it's not easy. And that's why the franchise system with us, um, that's that's the purpose of it, right? It well, is, we're, is to go that route. We want to be really good business owners. Mm -hmm. We want to be really good at managing and running a business to be successful. Um, and we talked about this earlier in the preparation for the podcast. It, it, McKinsey brought this up was um, investing in your business is like building equity. Yep. You know, you might not make that much money because you got to determine what, you, what you're willing to make. Mm -hmm. Make enough to live within your means the first few years, right? Uh, in in invest everything back into the business. Yep. And now you have something that's a viable business, so yeah. to speak, right? That has equity into it and that can produce and put you in a position to be more successful. Uh, I always have a struggle uh, in an argument with with business owners about hire staff, hire t a team, invest in that, live within your means. And a lot of guys just don't want to do that. They'll experience, mm -hmm. oh, I just made 130, I got 130, $150,000 in my pocket for the year. Oh, I can go, you know, buy a house. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, that's a great idea. Uh, why not invest in maybe buying another car and hiring another employee and cut your your income down now to 65,000, 70,000 for the year get that employee going. So now you can make 300,000 the next year. 
Yeah. So that's something I've always done in the past was investing in my business so I can make more. Um, uh, and obviously, I think you should buy a house and, and, yeah, and own real estate. But I mean, it's it's important to invest in and in, and in take care of your business. It's a balancing act, right? And that's all part of business development that if you've never been there, you don't know, right? And so that's where the experience comes in. We talk about all the time, you can't teach experience, but at the end of the day, I think to wrap this up, right? Going back to the fact, when you look and own your own business, whatever it might be, understand the work that goes behind the shiny object product or service that you're offering. Um, and by being very diligent about putting together a business plan for yourself and accounting for things like taxes, like expansion and growth, or let's say uh, the tougher months. I know a, a comment you made earlier in the day talking about having to work the first six months to pay off your taxes before you actually start making money, right? Understanding those components is going to put you in a position um, to find, I think, success at a quicker rate than otherwise just chasing after the the, the final product uh, that yep. you may have a passion for. And so it might be a tough pill to swallow at times, but it's the real life and that's how it rolls. But um, that's about all I got for you, Dwayne. Um, and for us, Dwayne, what do you think? I think it's good. Uh, we're going to continue focusing on this path with our podcast, yeah. uh, with Business Mindset. Uh, please subscribe. Yeah, like, subscribe, hit the notifications button, share with your friends and family, and of course, comment. We always appreciate that. Uh, but until next time, happy Easter, by the way. It's Good Friday. Yep. Happy Easter this weekend, and looking forward to seeing everybody soon. Oh, yeah, also check out our Instagram and our new podcast website as well. The links are going to be in the description. Uh, tune tune into those. Uh, give us a follow on both of those and uh, just continue uh, the support.